nuts. Like, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. These these kids, so that you, these kids could have a, 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 a something like that in their wallet, a credit card, and that credit card will then turn into a stabby knife, and you can slice someone. It's yeah. crazy. It's right? crazy nowadays. I feel like it's more safeguarding. Oi, hear me out, man. Welcome back to the Hear Me Out podcast. Thank you for tuning back in. We're going to be carrying on our conversation from last week surrounding knife crime. Uh, we have Hamid back with us again. So do you think there is more the government could potentially be doing to, to stop knife crime? Yeah, like, I feel like recently I thought, about, I thought of an idea. Like, um, I feel like there should be like a knife bin, mm. like in like an estate or like just somewhere close to people or like where like knife crime heavy areas. Yeah. So like like a sealed bin where you can just put a knife in and then no one knows who it is or who you put in there and then that's it. I feel like, because if there's people that um, encourage people to go to the police, mm. I feel like that journey is too far. Like eventually, like black nose might just get pulled, um, pulled over pulled on the way to the station. On the way to the station. Yeah. They can't really explain to the police that oh, I was actually going to mm. give it away. It just sounds kind of funny to them. But I feel like there should be more to be done. Like, for example, the, the knife bin or like um, community centers. Or Even like, like mm. buying it online, I feel like there should be more safeguarding than that. Oh, 100% more good. safeguarding like mm. that can need to send like an ID or yeah so like, when you're signing for that package yeah, like, the, the, the person who wants to see an ID or some sort yeah I feel like it should be more safeguarding around that because I think that there's even like hunting shops mm, yeah in London that sell like these and what's that um, website wish wish.com where you can buy absolutely anything yeah got, like credit cards i don't even see them that like, turn into knives yeah i'm like what that, yeah, yeah. that's crazy these these kids so that you these kids could have a, a, a something like that in their wallet a credit card and that credit card will then turn into a stabby knife and you can slice someone it's yeah. crazy it's right? crazy nowadays i feel like it's more safeguarding online and in like shops 100 percent. so I know this is a bit of a far out, far out, but it's a bit of a mad fool, but do you think there needs to be harsher crime, like harsher laws, harsher sentences for young people? Um, I, I, I don't want to say that because I know as a young person, like you said, it's not, they might just be carrying it out of fear, they're not, yeah. might, they might not be like, what's the word, a persistent young offender, like night yeah. crime offender, so they might just be, and maybe so i think they should be have like a three strike system so if you're caught in more than maybe twice or three times that you help hold a, a, a harsher sentence what, what's your view i feel like um i feel like the 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 sentences it don't really matter because people are still dying and you, you get caught for murder you get 30 years but it's, there's still loads of murders that's mm. so i just feel like I feel like when kids get sentenced, they just get sentenced and then that's it. Mm. The, the, the judge thinks that's their job done. I've given this guy a sentence and that's it. I feel like there should also be like more after that. Like we should be putting uh, some more program, force goods yeah. program, and then, and then hopefully you get something out of this program, like a knife crime program or anti knife, like a, some sort of community service that that's not picking the garbage off the floor, mm. but has to do something with their crime. Yeah. So like, if you get mixed. For, for a position of a knife, they might give you like a community service to go pick up rubbish, with, pot, rubbish yeah. or, or scrub paint off a, off a building. Mm. That's nothing to do with what, you, what you've done. You're not really teaching me to do better. You're just, you're just making me punish me to just clean up someone's mess. That's what I'm doing. So I feel like... I think you've got a real... You're onto a winner here. So yeah, I was thinking, like, you know what? So if you do get caught from that, maybe they should be 
um, volunteer on a on a on a knife fixing board or something. So like some they say no, they have to. So, so there's people someone who's been stabbed, they might be disabled or and they might need caring for. So you have to do a bit of voluntary work on a ward like that. So you know what I mean? So seeing the other the other side of what what knife crime is, you know, what I'm yeah. saying? seeing what how the victims are living with, with what 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 they what yeah. the knife crime they're living with. I just feel like it should be more funding into like how to actually deal with these things. I feel like the police think that they can just take all the knives off the street and that's it. Like that's it's it's, it's their mentality that, that police actually have to tackle and yeah. change because you can you can take a weapon off someone, but it doesn't mean to change their mind or how they think or what they think right is from wrong. So I just feel like more things should be done with kids' mental states. Definitely. So I, I would agree with you there. I'd say youth provisions is is it definitely needs more funding in there. needs to be more opportunities staring these young kids away from the gang culture. Yeah. Do you think there's enough being done to protect our young people from gang bullying? No, I don't think there is an next there is, mm. but obviously there's always more that can be done. Yeah. And then more is, is... And I, I say gang bullying and I find that really hard, man, because um, as I know some of these young people, they're, 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 they're coming from poverty. Yeah. So when they hit the roads and they're seeing these people who are making money and they're bringing it, they're buying them a little chicken and chips, they kind of, not a feeling dead, but they're like, well, this is love, like, yeah. this, this man who's out here, he don't need to show me love, but he, he's feeding my belly, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's doing something for me, he's saying, oh, what? I feel like I need to ride out for this guy. Yeah. I need to show him. I feel like, yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean? I feel like that's where we're going wrong. I know, like, poverty is a big, big problem within our society at the moment. Yeah. I know people don't want to really acknowledge it, but I think this is what is driving our Especially nowadays, the cost of living crisis has gone up. So it's like, kids nowadays are going to work a lot of hours to get small pay anyway. So it's mm. like, it's kind of hard. But, um, you know, you know that's a lie. I'm going to give you an example. When I was growing up, I used to stress my mum out knowing I want the new trainers, I want the new trainers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, I was considered the old world. I went through a, a really sticky time in my, my youth. I'd say from the ages of 16 to 18, I was considered a persistent young offender. I, I kind of fell in, fell through the cracks. So I was, I, I was literally in and out of court every other month. Uh, it got to the point where I, I, they couldn't trust my mum. My mum had no, what's the word, control over me. I was uh, unruly. So the court said to my mum, because you can't control your son, we're going to put him in, in um, what's it called, into a children's home and he's going to be on a 23 hour curfew. And that didn't stop me. You know what I'm saying? And the reason that happened for me is because my mum couldn't provide, my needs outgrew what my mum could provide. So I'm not going to go to my mum and ask her for, because I, I can see my mum struggling. I, and I'm saying, I'm not going to add to my mum's stresses. And I know a lot of kids today are going through the same things in yeah. their household. Social media, they see um, these rappers or, or these social media influencers with like clothes of like nice clothes and and they're only like really like they're only like 40, 50, mm. like these things, but they don't want to get it the hard way, they want to just get it quick and easy. Like me myself, like uh, when I was little, like um I also chose the easy way to, to, to make money, but it's like long term, it affects you long term it does. like you might end up in prison, you just mm. lose whatever you Got going for yourself. You have got a record now. You might not want to get the job that you that you feel like you deserve because you have got a record now. So it's like exactly, 
these things, kids don't really know these things. They don't know. They don't know. They don't know the long term of all these things. They just yeah. see. They just think for now. Yeah, you know, what's yeah, what's yeah, now? It's one of the best money that I want to make now. Mm-hmm. They don't see what's going on happening in three years time because yeah. eventually everything dies down eventually these people that, that you think that that, that, that goes to you mm. are going to go older or might go to prison for, for a lifetime they're, they're left with no skills no trades and you surpass them and yeah. think, you know what I used to look out to that person yeah. now look at them because there's many people that I walk past today and I'm like wow you, you actually and they've got no it. life skills no yeah, yeah. trades it's like, I feel like schools should actually mm. implement even these trades that these are um, like laborers or, or electricians or mm. like they get good money from that but like in school they don't ever tell you about that you've got, you've got to learn that when you're like 21 yeah. or in college like oh like these um self-made f- traits make good good money so i feel like the opportunities are, are starting to come back but i feel like when i was younger it was not what you knew it was who you knew so yeah. if you didn't know a guy in that position you weren't getting that kind of looking yeah that but yeah these young kids nowadays they don't really have enough young positive role models like myself and you who have lived who have lived experience telling them telling them right you know what that's not the way there's another path like the, don't worry about the hair and now see the bigger picture like you said you hit the nail on the head with that comment because they, they're living for hair right now they want the easy money the easy option and and, and anything in life worth doing is never easy this is what I've, as i've got older i've started to realize like and and you said like we all have consciences. I was brought up my mum from my my mum's a good loving person. Do you know what I mean? And she taught me the the the, the ways between wrong and right. So every time I was doing wrong, don't think I didn't play havoc with my own conscience, my own peace of mind, my own mental health. Yeah. So we we you, there's no no young kid in this world is born into this world evil. I yeah. can't believe that. I believe we are a product of the environment. You know what I'm saying, yeah. and our environment, our first environment that we, we are introduced to is our family life. And I guarantee you, I, we all felt, we, everybody in this room never felt more loved when they was younger. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? You felt the love. So from going, it's, it's, it's when you start getting, like you said, going into the secondary schools, schools going into yeah. the wider network. I don't even think, I don't even think the schools. Hmm. Like, I just think the schools, because like, from my experience, I'm not too old, but I, I didn't leave school. Mm. That long ago, but I just remember how it was in school. I went to a school called Macaramsey. That school, it yeah, initially got closed down because it was so bad. Officer oh, said, yeah. "This school can't." It's a problem. It's we a problem. To, yeah, they yeah. closed it down. They locked all the buildings down, and initially, this it's now a brand new school. So, so basically, like they gave things. up on a whole generation of kids who went to that school. Yeah, and they said, "You know what? We've practically let them down. We're going to close this school down." And start initially, again. closed the school down. They sent others. I went to another school. They sent mm. all their kids from like a ten downwards. So like the elevens were doing this season. So they couldn't leave the school, mm. and they sent them yeah, ten downwards to like other schools, neighboring areas. So they thought that would be a uh, uh, better thing to do than actually. Attack it first hand then so but they did chose the easy route to just close the school down. So close the school down and, and they send somebody else's away. So I just feel like the government also choose a lot of easy, cheap ways to do things rather than actually like putting in real help and real mm. funding into these um, like small projects or any sort of like things that can actually help benefit kids nowadays because I just feel like their mentality now is just fast, 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 fast. They don't yeah. actually see longevity in anything. Yeah, I think so, right. And also like even in schools, like they don't teach you how to manage money. They mm. don't really teach you this. You just get so your crazy. You know, like, you're right. They, they don't really know, you know no life skills. skills and things like that. So 
you're leaving school just learning how to do technology, but you're learning means how to like save money, how to make yeah. money in the future, mm. or how to like build a business from young. Like mm. now, these social media, you can do anything off social media. Like you can just make a YouTube channel and vlog your life, and the next minute you're just an influencer. So that there's so many, so many more avenues that kids need to know that there's just more more ways of making money than. I I, I totally agree with you. I think the curriculum system is totally backwards and needs to be reevaluated. Yeah, it's just it's just I guess it's probably been the same since yeah. like the early nineties. Literally, they have a curriculum that is meant for everybody, but we're individuals. Yeah, we're not everybody's. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, like like I'm not an uh, I'm not really a, what's the word an academical kind of guy. I'm more of a practical. Kind yeah, of and then hands on. Those shows, you get you get treated differently because you're not. Uh, Demifuls, but it's like that's who I am. I'm, I'm more like so much more hands on than actually exactly. book smart. But in, the, in schools, you can't really tell you the difference. Yeah, exactly. There's one everyone's doing the book smart thing, and if you're not, we're like not sheep, book smart, get kettle, we're just getting cattle down. Yeah, if you're not book like, smart, then you're really like like an outsider, or, yeah. or, 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 or you're perceived to be a troublemaker because yeah, you're not doing all the things. Interested in what's going on, man. Yeah, like, you'd be lost. Is interacting in the class when really, actually, the, the teacher's not taking the time to even get to know you because. A kid might not literally have a Scooby Doo what's going on. Yeah, that's And he might just talk to his friend and the next thing in trouble, then it escalates from something else, the next thing is expelled, will be in a troublemaker, then he's on the rolls, he can't go to school, his parents at home need help, and then that's how it starts from So I generally think it starts from schools. It does. Once they give up on you and they say, right, expulsion, that's it. They might as well just put you in the cell and lock the door, bro. Because you're on your way to... Literally handing you the key to open your own doors. Like, yeah, literally. Madness. literally. So it's like, I just feel like more things need to be more funding. I feel like because nothing's cheap, nothing. It's going to happen for free. I feel like more funding needs to be put into schools and more role models, more like TAs or more like... Yeah. Just like people that, that have experienced these things first time should yeah. actually get, get some, some sort of job. I don't know what job I can call it, like a... A mentor. It's a, it's a, a mentor. Yeah, a mentor. Definitely. But they want they want a mentor that's got a clean record, has no life experiences, but but has learned it from a book. Yeah. It tells a kid that has who's coming from a single parent at home, yeah. four kids, mum that's struggling to pay rent, tell him how to live his life when this this all the siblings might be doing this mentor on the road. Has has no experience yeah, of what yeah. the kids experience. He yeah. just got off a book. Mm. So it's like I just feel like they need more like real life people helping. Yes, I, I definitely agree with that, hundred percent. Definitely, like I said, they need more me and yous and yeah. <laughs> more coach mentors giving the views right advice. So, do you think youth clubs are effective or safe places? Um, they're effective, but they're not. They're not. Might not be as safe because mm. um, a rival could target that that youth segment. They could just hide around the corner and wait for. Yeah, well, you're right members. because. There was an incident at a youth centre, Marcus Lipton, the one we used to work in last year, so yeah. a few years before that, someone ran in there and stabbed yeah. and committed, yeah. committed murder in, in the youth club. But I would say, in general, most youth clubs are safe. Yeah, most youth clubs are safe because it's like the only provision of mm. experience. So, yes, safeguarded. Yeah. So it's like, they do help well, but there's not much funding in them. Like, you go to them, they're not really fancy places, they're not really, there's not really much to do. Mm. Like they might have like a, a trip like once a year or like once every two years. Mm. So it's like, they are there, but it's, just, it's like, they're just there for like, to be, to be said that they're there. Yeah. There's not much so I power think, coming I from them. The youth clubs do play a massive part. So yeah. they give, they, what they do is they create safe spaces in which young people 
can be themselves. And yeah. for me, that is so important because, like I said, like you can't be, when you go outside and you're, you're in fear of how people are going to judge you and you just want to fit into the crowd, you're going to, you'll, you'll end up coming, doing things you wouldn't see yourself doing yeah. just to fit in. Whereas in, in a youth club, it, it is supervised. So even if you do do something stupid, you're going to have a youth member, a youth, a youth worker say, no, give you, that's not okay. They're going to G-check them, yeah. put yeah. them in their place yeah. and say, give them that advice. That's how I, more, what, what youth club was for me. Also, yeah, youth club is, 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 is a place where, because now the young people, they don't want to talk about their problems. Mm. I feel like these, these um, youth um, mentors can like, actually be like a person they can call to, yes, yeah, to, to, yeah, um, to, to explain, explain you know, yeah, like, yeah, to explain the problems that happen school, outside school, or even at home because they maybe that they got no one to talk to, so that mm. I feel like that could actually um benefit kids as well, like massively just having someone to talk to, which is like, massively and finding like, like, uh, like the same kind of people as yourself with the same interests, or not even it's a good way to just develop personally develop yourself as well, yeah. so. Not everybody in the youth club is going to have the same identity or the same background as you. And it's about having empathy and understanding other people and and, their, and what they're going through. Yeah. And I find you can do that in a youth club in a safe space because you're going to... Obviously, all kids are mean and they say spiteful things. But if you're if, if someone overhears you saying it and stops you from saying it and explains it to you in a way where they're teaching you, how that person must feel, or like just have a bit of empathy. You know, how yeah. that would put on if you put the shoe on the other foot and someone said that to you, how would it make you feel? Yeah. Because that's all it takes sometimes, you know, is to sit down a kid and explain to them in a way which they understand, and then you know what? There should be a link, there should be a link with like schools, schools, clubs. schools, youth club in the council. Because the council are the ones that build it. The I youth would agree. I feel like maybe schools could like refer kids to a youth club. Yeah. For example, like on a Tuesday after school, you go mm. into hours and you get some like coaching or you learn some sort of trade or you learn like money management course. Mm. You just learn something of yes. other than school, of than something like that, that more anything could be anything like, like football school. coaching yeah, or yeah, yeah. like I said, twelve rounds it could be anything, Free. anything other than just math English and whatever, whatever there's yeah, in school exactly. like so that I just feel like it should be lessons. It should be more done like literally the schools council and, and you said it should be like a seven. Mm. Like trying See, yeah, the, the difference between school for me, school and youth clubs for me is I feel like youth workers they do it because they're passionate about it. Yeah. I think like teachers, so, I think yeah. So all teachers I believe start start teaching with a passion, but I believe the system slowly but surely chips away at, at that passion, and then they became they become a slave to this to this system where they just graded papers and they want to consistently meet targets yeah but like i've heard of some young people being deregistered six months before their gcse and to me that's got to be for only one reason and that is so that it looks they good. fell aim on their records so their numbers you know so they obviously their reports look a lot better and they so they can attract the better young kids and it's sad because um some teachers actually do want to do well, but actually they're very limited. They are. Their job is is, is they're cool. not given resources. Yeah, their, their job is only to like just teach and then just yeah. do their one hour period and then move on to the next class. This is it. It's not. They're, they're not really. They can actually see um, children going going on a bad path, but they can't really do much about it. Because you. It's to tell. All can they do is just like probably just get you in trouble. So it's kind of hard for them as well, but because I feel like they should be given the license 
to that just to be a bit more mm. I feel like yeah teaching is one but you've got to, you've got to learn how to like handle kids properly like, their mental their mental state yeah I feel like they should be like extra training and like how to like, cope agree, with like teachers, kids that suffer from like ADHD or I don't know yeah. trauma like I feel like teachers can't really deal with those sort of problems because they're just their degrees their degrees are just mainly about oh yeah no yeah I totally agree totally yeah. agree 100% because teaching is more than just A, B, C, B, yeah, it's math. more. And I'm saying it's handed in fake, in mm. one class. So, like, fair enough, yeah, you're teaching a lesson, but it's like every student is going to take that information you've, you've taught differently mm. and some might listen, some might. So, it's like there's some, there needs to be some sort of way they can actually try to appeal to all kids in all type of levels. <laughs> Time to reel it in. Thank you for tuning in this week's Hear Me Out podcast. So what did you take away from this episode? Um, that I've got some great ideas. The knife thing. It's oh, one that I need to like, put energy into. Mm-hmm. And just uh, a bit more aware of like how um, more can be done in communities to help knife crime. And each, in, each young person is an individual with different circumstances that need to be treated differently, right? So I think the school systems need to be doing more surrounding their curriculum change and yeah. opportunities that they create for young people. But yeah, we, we hit some really good points, man. I really want to say a massive thank you uh, about talking about your past experiences. So any, if there's any young people out here that have might be affected by any of the issues we've covered over today's issue. We're going to leave some links in the bio, so please have a look at the bio. And um, thank you for tuning in, and until and, and thank you until next time. Bye. Bye. Hear me out.